I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Hey, good looking. <laughs> Life isn't make-believe. There's more to it than just looking good. We have to be fruitful. Hey, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me. I do this for you. You know, my goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, would you let me invite you to like, subscribe, and then share this video with a friend? Well, on this Monday of Holy Week, I want to invite us all to begin this most special of weeks with a few moments of introspection, confession, and even repentance. You know, all relationships require work. The most valuable relationships require the most effort. I mean, my wife frequently asks me how I'm doing, and I do the same with her. But I also ask her, how are we doing? Because I want to be deliberate about shepherding and caring for our relationship. It's a good practice, and it helps me to be a better husband. Of course, it's not the asking that makes any difference in the relationship, but acting upon what's shared. See, if, if you can't remember the last time you sat yourself down in a quiet place and, and asked the Lord, hey, how are we doing? That may be a good way to begin Holy Week. It's important to know when the external appearance isn't a valid reflection of the internal truth. You know, several years ago, I attended the wedding of one of my nephews. One particularly challenging element of the reception was the dance of the bride's mother and father, <laughs> recently complicated by a very difficult divorce. Now, to their credit, one of them contacted the other and essentially said, look, we've got a lot of difficult issues to deal with, but our daughter isn't one of them. This is her day, and we just need to lay our personal problems with one another aside on her wedding day. Well, they did this so well, no one could have known as they watched them dance on that day that there was an underlying issue that was a major problem. Nobody would have suspected anything was amiss in their relationship. Well, that being said, the fact of the matter is, that the external appearance was not a valid reflection of the internal truth. And while their make-believe relationship on that day was unquestionably laudable, it wasn't real. And we've all had times in life when the smile on the outside is covering a lot of pain on the inside. But that's not the way to live life on an ongoing basis. 
So on that note, let's introduce our verse for today from chapter 11 of the Gospel of Mark. It says, On the following day, when they came from Bethany, Jesus was hungry. And seeing in the distance a fig tree that was in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. Our relationship with Christ cannot be make-believe. Can't be like the fig tree in that verse, leafy and green on the outside, but not bearing any real fruit. Just as the key to a fruitful marriage is healthy communication, the key to a, a vibrant and fruitful relationship with Christ is too. Gary Chapman is an author that's made a book called The Five Love Languages, popular and, and well-known. And his insights have opened great pathways of understanding and, and relational healing for lots of folks. Choosing to communicate in the preferred love language of someone whose heart you're determined to reach has saved many a relationship in trouble. And as we consider the present status of our relationship with Christ, and especially areas in which we may need to confess that we've fallen short and need to repent, allow me to begin with this question. What do you think Christ's love language is? So while words of affirmation Acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch could all be great topics for a little devotional like this. I'd like to suggest another one that may fit more closely with the heart of Christ. Love languages can be very different in different relationships. With my wife, my love language is most definitely physical touch. Just having her lay her hand on the back of my neck as we drive places... It brings a feeling of warmth and peace to my soul that is almost indescribable. And for others, a different one of the love languages will touch their hearts most deeply. But what comes to mind as I consider the Lord Jesus may find truly and deeply touches his heart, especially in light of today's scripture, is what I'm calling the love language of fruitfulness. See, the fig tree in this morning's scripture looked good from a distance. But the purpose of a fruit tree is not its looks. The question is whether or not you can find any fruit when you get up close. See, the best relationships can't be lived from a distance. Our purpose is not good looks, but fruitfulness. There are many people who've come to faith that measure their righteousness by what they no longer do. Now, abandoning sinful behavior is good and wise, but it's not bearing fruit. Our call, our mission, our fruit, is to go into the world and make disciples who will make disciples. That's the fruit of a follower of Christ. And the only way that could ever be possible is for us to focus on getting and staying well connected to Jesus Christ. Our relationship with him 
is the source of our fruitfulness. Jesus told us that just as a branch can't bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, we can never bear fruit unless we abide in him. I think it's interesting he would choose the word abide. It's an image of living together under the same roof. His picture is is an image of closeness and, and intimacy. He said, I am the vine. You're the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Boy, I've got to confess, my life does not have nearly the amount of fruit I would like. <laughs> or perhaps more to the point, I don't believe my life has nearly the amount of fruit Jesus would like. And that's infinitely more important. I've been examining my life this morning. I've been asking him to show me how to be more fruitful. I've got to be careful not to confuse activity with accomplishment. Staying busy is not necessarily going to lead to fruitfulness. The goal is not working yourself to exhaustion. The goal is producing fruit that will remain. Jesus chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. Long-lasting fruit that will remain. And it's by bearing much fruit that we prove ourselves to be his disciples. It's by bearing much fruit that the Father's glorified. Hey, I suggested earlier that we begin this most special of weeks with a few moments of introspection, confession, and repentance. As we enter Holy Week together, let's examine how fruitful our lives are. That's the introspection part. You sit down with Jesus and ask him, Hey, how are we doing, Lord? Then as he brings issues impacting your relationship with him to mind, deal with them. As you would with anyone you care for. Just listen as they open their heart and share how your actions have caused pain. Then apologize and ask for forgiveness. That's the confession part. Finally, determine to change your actions going forward. To act differently. To be different. To let the love of Christ dwell in you richly. And as you do, you find yourself bearing fruit in keeping with repentance. Let's draw near to Christ and ask Him to show us ways that we can be more fruitful For him and his glory. As I mentioned earlier, the most valuable relationships require the most effort. Hey, let's let's exert a great effort to serve a great God, to love the Lord with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, all our strength. He is truly worthy. Be fruitful. Once again, I've just run out of time, friends. But before I go, could I ask you please to help me introduce people to the Jesus they never knew? 
and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. Please like this video. Help more people see it. Click follow or subscribe so that you and I can get together every day. If you click the link in the description, I'll send you a free copy of my book, Count to One, right in your inbox. And one more thing. Would you please take this video and share it with a friend? Because as you do, you know, you're part of the team touching hearts all over the world with the love of Jesus. Thank you for helping.